Yeah, thank you, Aroha. It is 27 away from 7. We've been talking Live Golf, the PGA, the merger that has happened. And joining us now out of California to talk about that is respected golf journalist and author of Tiger Woods' 2009 book, Unplayable, Robert Lusitich. Uh, morning, morning, Robert. How are you doing? I'm good, mate. I'm good. I'm uh, sitting out here about to play some golf myself, so life is good. Oh. Lucky. No, I see. You're not with Greg Norman, are you? Because nobody seems to be able to find him at the moment. No, no. I think the shark may uh, may be uh, maybe hard hard to find from here on out. <laughs> I think he might be, mate. I think he might be. Uh, yesterday, that announcement that came out caught pretty much everybody by surprise. I mean, we we called Ryan Fox. We called his coach Marcus Wheelhouse, a former tour player. We talked to Steve Elker as well. None of them saw it coming. None of them had even heard whispers about it coming. Uh, what about you? And what was your reaction when you heard it? Yeah, no, I had no idea. I mean, I, look, I, I long thought the, the, the history of breakaway leagues, if you look around at different sports around the world, eventually there's a coming together, right? And, and there will always be uh, a financial reason for that, usually. And, and then there's always going to be some hurt feelings, those that didn't take the money, those that did, and... So the, the, but eventually down the line, you, you forget about these things. And, and I, I did think that it would come together at some point, but certainly not with the speed uh, that it was executed at. And I think, obviously, to me, what, what happened here is that Jimmy Dunn, who is a uh, mm. major Wall Street player, uh, also on the PGA Tour policy board, he himself is an excellent golfer and uh, very well liked. And I think that, Jimmy Dunn did an end around. They, you knew that nothing was going to be achieved by going through Greg Norman because it was just too much bad blood. And the, Jimmy Dunn on the PGA Tour policy board, I think he did an end around to the Saudis and said, "Do you really want to just keep doing this?" Do you, I mean, they've, you know, they've, they've basically pumped two billion dollars into an entity that can't get, you know, uh, the ratings of a, of a of a the old test patterns, you know, that we that I grew up with in Australia. So. I mean, it, it, there was a lot of holes in that in, in, in that business model. The Saudis obviously committed a couple of billion dollars to it, so that glossed it over. But, you know, how long were they going to want to keep doing that? And I think the Saudis just... The, the irony is their intention all along was to just invest in the PGA Tour because, you know, they're, they're, especially now in the, in the last five to ten years, they've, they're aware that uh, the, the, every time you see another electric car on the road, that's that's money out of their pocket, right? So they've, they've, they've got a fund of $650 billion, which they are using to invest in all kinds of things, you know, Uber, and just different things. So golf was just one of them. And of course, there's people are going to say sports washing and that, that is, those are valid arguments too. But I think ultimately this was, you know, as Michael Corleone said in The Godfather, it's, it's, it's business, you know, it's not personal. Uh, and I think, uh, t- uh, Monaghan is going to have to wear some uh, some of the sticky stuff, uh, brown stuff, uh, for a while because uh, he did tell them he did tell them he did tell some some fibs, but you know he was he was basically a lawyer and arguing a, a case, and now he sees a better outcome and he says, all right, well they're not the bad guys after all, let's bring him back in. So very shocking, but uh, in 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 some ways I always thought this was probably the way it was going to end. I just didn't think it would happen this quickly. Hey, Robert, so let's just talk a little bit about that business model because when you drop a, a little rock into a pond, the ripples get bigger and bigger and wider as they spread out. Where where does 
I guess, the stop and, and who does it affect? And we're talking about washing um, using sport, this this way of getting your message out into the into, out, out to the world because you know, of, as we know, the electric stuff and the and the and the gas and oil and bits and pieces. What happens to the people now that support the PGA, for instance, as far as sponsors and media rights? Where do they sit, and what, uh, where does the morality of this type of deal sit as that ripple starts to expand out? Yeah, I mean, good question, but I, I think you've got to remember that this is not a merger. I know that it's being presented as such by some, uh, certainly on the live side of the equation, but it's not a merger at all. The PGA Tour will exist as it has, as is. Nothing changes. The Saudis are actually pumping money into the PGA Tour. The European Tour will exist, and then there will be an entity which which is essentially going to be the next incarnation of live golf, but the Saudis will be minority investors, and they will have two seats on the board. And obviously, to save face, they gave they gave uh, Al Ramiyan the, uh, the the chairmanship. But let's not kid ourselves. I mean, there, there's three of, of the four people that have been announced. Three of them are the PGA Tour, and Jay Monahan's the chief executive. So I think this new entity is going to. I'm. You've got to look at it separately. It's not going to be the PGA Tour at all. It's, it, it, it could end up being a tour that goes, let's say, from September to, you know, December uh, and focusing on teams and playing globally, which wouldn't be a bad thing, I think. But, I, I, you know, I mean, I'm Australian and I know a lot of Australians essentially forget about the Greg Norman factor, but a lot of Australians embrace live just because they were pissed off but their tour, which was came down to in the end only three events, but uh, was nobody showed up because the PGA Tour decided to go year round. So you've got even Aussies, you know, showing up to play in Napa Valley or somewhere in Sea Island, Georgia, and not going home to to, to support uh, Australian golf. And I think that there was a lot of resentment and ill will that the PGA Tour built up for dominating golf and. And, and and it's not that they said you can't go. It's they said, here's more money over here. Do you want to go there? And of course, guys say no. Well, yeah, we'll play here and we'll get FedEx Cup points. And you're you know you're you're a hamster on a wheel. And uh, I think that this new entity, which we don't know, we really don't know what it's going to look like. But I I think that it will be uh, different to what we've seen with Live. Um, I think that the PGA Tour is going to run it, so it's definitely going to be different. But hopefully, the upside is that there will be more global events. And yes, we are going to uh, have... We will not hear the word sports washing again for a very long time coming out of the PGA Tour because, you know, now they're all in bed together, so everything's fine. And of course, there's hypocrisy in that. I mean, we, we, we should note the hypocrisy in that because a lot of people who stayed loyal and said, no, we're not going to... You know, like an Adam Scott or a Ricky Fowler turned down $75 million. And, and what's he going to do now? What's, how does he feel now? You know, uh, Jason Day. I mean, how, how do these blokes feel having not taken the money? And now, you know, next year, I think what's going to have to happen is that any one of the live players that comes back to the PGA Tour, and remember, not, I'm not talking about this new entity, which will be a separate tour, but back to the PGA Tour, I think that, they're going to have to be fined and it's going to have to be a significant fine and to, because you've got to reward the guys that stayed loyal to you. 
Yep, I'm hearing what you're saying, Robert. Appreciate it, mate. And uh, Liam B has come through on the text machine. Just like Qatar World Cup, when the tour starts and the game is displayed, people will forget about all the drama. Sport is sport. I watch sport because of what happens on the course field pitch and who runs it or where the money comes from doesn't matter to me. I just want to see good competition. So the competition from a purist fan, Rory's come out. He says, look, LOV, he hates it. He hates the format. He hates what it displays. It's gone away from the game of golf. How will this new entity, I'll say it, PGA Tour look in your eyes? Put you a crystal ball over it. Well, I don't. I just don't. I, I personally think that it will resemble, and not identically, but resemble more like a Formula One model. I think there will be teams. I think they'll get sponsors. Uh, everybody thought, oh, Rory's the guy that needed to go to live to make it succeed. It wasn't Rory at all. It was Hideki Matsuyama. Because as soon as Hideki came, you could go to Toyota, for instance, and say, all right, uh, we've got a Japanese team. Do you want to be the sponsor? Do you want to own it? And does Lexus want to own it, you know, for instance? So I think we're going to see, I'm just throwing out some names, but, you know, Red Bull would be an obvious one. I think they're, they're going to be looking, they're interested in a team. I think we're going to start seeing corporations, maybe Microsoft. Who knows? I mean, I don't know who's, who's mm-hmm. going to be involved and at what level, but you know that they're going to be pitching it. And now there's not the stigma attached to it that there was with Live, where I, I think a lot of, especially if you sponsored the tour, the PGA Tour, you didn't, you, you know, you didn't want to get involved with Live, right? So now those, the, the gloves are off on that. You can, you can get involved and you can do it. And I think that we're going to see something resembling more of a team competition and whether they do it all through the year or whether they do it in a concentrated part, let's say August on, or I think, I think that's what it will look like. But I mean, nobody really knows because honestly, Mm. I think they've nutted this out very, very, very quickly. I think that the Saudis just said, uh, you know what? We don't want war anymore. The PGA tour. And, and just one little bit of a backstory the, the, the lawsuit that was involving the PGA Tour and Liv, neither one of those sides wanted to open up the books, okay? The PGA Tour, they, they, they get away with being a not-for-profit, which can be, you know, to me is pretty outrageous, but they get away with it because they <laughs> donate a lot to charity and, it's, and it creates a big smoke screen. But it, you know, absolutely, absolutely is that it shouldn't be, it shouldn't be getting tax exemptions in the United States, and it does. And every time a government tries to tax them, they roll out Jack Nicholas and he goes and talks to a couple of politicians and, and they forget about that. It's all, it's, it's gone. And <laughs> by the same token, live the live, the Saudis, the last thing they want is some, some American lawyers poking around the books and seeing what they're doing with their money. Uh, no, they don't want to see that at all. So in yeah. the end, you know, money, money drove it all and money in the end brought it all down and money will, money will recreate it. So, you know, that's the world we live in, boys. Yeah, it is. All right, Robert. Hey, listen, thanks very much for coming on, mate. We'll let you go and, and warm up for your round. Uh, what, are you, what are you playing off? And is, is it 10 bucks a hole? How do you run it? Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm actually playing off nine, and, uh, and, and uh, hopefully uh, nobody, nobody uh, realises that I, I, might, I might be a bit better. <laughs> uh, no, He's, a burglar. No, He's a burglar. He's a burglar. A burglar. Get out of here. Mate. I've, learned, I've learned about this game just to, that you don't uh, – but you don't, uh, you know, th- 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 don't go the other way. Be nice and be nice <laughs> yeah. and modest with your handicap. Yeah, uh, and, and I've got one. I've Hand got one in the cards you want to. Yeah. 
now, now you're talking. I got one question for you, boys. Uh, tell okay. me, tell me how Eddie Jones is going to uh, do with uh, <laughs> with the Wallabies at the World Cup? Because I'm, oh, I'm a big a Eddie good... fan, and and, uh, and I think he might be. I think he might pull some surprises, but you never know. He'll go close, but not close enough. He's on the right there side. There you of the go, short and sharp. No, yeah. no, no, no. I think he'll do well. I, I think he'll, I think he'll inspire and, and do it extremely well. So, thank you so much, Robert. We've got to shoot off, mate. Yeah. We'll get you get back to golf game, yeah. eh? Cheers, bud. There you go. There you go, Robert Lusatich with us out of California. He is uh, the author of Unplayable, the book of Tiger Woods' tumultuous 2009 season. It is 14 away from seven here on SENZ. Izzy and Kempi for breakfast.